I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ. Joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. What's happening? And the hip-hop preacher himself. E.T., are you with us today? Hip-hop and you don't stop. This, I think, might be the first time we've all been sitting down somewhere for the last, uh, I don't know, month or so. He not in Dubai, not at Disney. He not running errands for Diddy. Or, or should I say yet? Um, but everybody right. back. Let it finish yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. Everybody back, man. Everybody feeling good. We got a huge weekend ahead of us, so uh, we're recording this a day early. Uh, usually we go on Wednesdays, it's Tuesday, so um, just trying to get it in, man. You know you guys are coming down to the A. We got a huge training going on, so um, excited about that. Why don't, why don't you guys, how was Easter? Why don't you tell the folks how your Easter was, you know, what's going on, and, and we, got a, we got a packed show. We got a ton of stuff to talk about. So I'm just try, I'm still trying to figure out where we got the bunny and the egg connected from. That's the only part that I'm trying to get with the whole Easter thing. Like I never got where the egg and the bunny, because I don't think bunnies lay eggs. But I will tell you that my kids did not have a problem with the eggs. We had like three or four different egg hunts on Sunday. Man, them kids had so much candy, I ain't know what to do. Like I'm talking about bags of that joint. So we had one for all the church kids at the house. And then, like, our neighbor, Mike and Erica, had another one. I'm talking about it was just eggs all over the neighborhood, just little kids everywhere. But, no, man, had a blast with the family. And we had, like, three back-to-back days of sunshine in Michigan. So, you know, it's like Boom. Christmas up no, here no with doubt. that. No doubt. Yeah, it, we had back-to-back days of sun. So we loving it, E, man. did you have an Easter yeah. egg hunt, you and Didi? Well, you know what? You know what? I, it's amazing. My wife was super-duper excited about the um about the whole little Easter egg hunt. more so than when we had our own kids. <laughs> right. So we end up spending the entire day, you heard me, the entire day with the church babies. We started about I, I think maybe two. So but we started earlier. Jalen came through. Uh Jalen helped hide eggs. Rondell was there. Uh Jada came by. Uh, we ordered pizza. We had cake. Like, it turned out, it, I'm talking about, I took pics with the babies. We're in the backyard, you know, so it was um, phenomenal. Then Dee Dee decided that she was going to do a decorative box for our college students as they're getting ready to go on spring break. Now, I mean, on summer break. Now, I thought summer break, see, was enough to be excited by. I didn't think you needed gifts to, um, you know, to go out the year. But she felt like final exams are coming up, and she wanted to be able to, um, you know, just give them all you know, a little pep. So they organized, listen to me, I'm talking about Michael's Hobby Lobby. They took boxes and made them blue. And the theme was something out of the blue because we love you. And all all of the the stuff, Hmm. all the snacks were blue. I might use that for candy. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling like I might need to use that to slide in the grown man gift. Ding, ding, ding. Somebody hit the buzzer. That's the earliest we ever got the GMG in the podcast. Yeah, but she's going to be listening to this. So you got to hurry up and do it before she hears it. That's a world record, Carl. Can we we get the timer on that? (laughs) Three minutes. Hey, I'm telling you, everybody been hitting me saying we need the T-shirts for Christmas. 
I got him on deck. I'm sorry, he's something out of the blue. Don't lose your track, baby. You 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 are you thinking of a master plan. <laughs> Ain't nothing but sweat inside your head. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at you. Uh, but no, we had a man fabulous um, day. We watched the sun come down almost together with the shorties, hmm. man, and um, got home. We were tired. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. You think 9:30? I went to bed about 8:30. We were exhausted, mm. running around with the babies, and they went from Preston, yeah. who may only be a few months old, you know, to um, a 10, 10, 10, 10 year old. So had a lot of fun, a um, lot of fun. See, and like Carl said, you know, you have always had your people who are, you know, what does this mean and what does that mean? But I always say this: see, if we can find a reason to celebrate. You know, let's celebrate, and what better way to celebrate, man, than, you know, Resurrection Weekend. So this is a very meaningful weekend for many of us. So uh, had a blast, yeah. but like Carl said, we ate. Um, we we man, it was relaxing. See, it wasn't. You know how sometimes when you put events together, like Jalen's graduation, you know, it's it's it, invitations out. You gotta have the right mm -hmm. uh, centerpieces mm -hmm. and this that. It wasn't like that. This was just. It's kind of spontaneous having the whole family right, less there. pressure it was it was incredible man incredible yeah no I um my, my weekend started off great uh didn't didn't end so well I had came to some realizations and uh that, that leads me into am I tripping or and uh my weekend was great <laughs> no it was great we go, no no, no it was great here we go no no no, 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 no. <laughs> listen it was great because my daughter finally broke her fever after like five, six days straight of her temperature floating between like 100 and 104, and it was just crazy, right? But then it, it took a so she got healthy Saturday, I think, you know, she's all good. But then Saturday night, um, it, it took a toll on me. And, and am I tripping or maybe y'all can help me with this? Uh, do you reach a stage in your life, and for me it was Saturday night, where you realize like you have absolutely no cool left in you. And I mean that. Like I, I fancied myself high school, you know, I played sports, you know what I'm saying? Pretty cool. Like I was a cool guy. And Saturday night I realized, yo, literally, you have no cool. And then Sunday morning, I woke up only to have that theory confirmed. Now, why did I find out I wasn't cool Saturday night? It's Saturday night around about 7 30, 8 o'clock, and I'm standing in my kitchen. And I'm forced to do the broccoli dance. Now, what is the broccoli dance? Candace is making me dance this crazy little dance where it looks like my hair is on fire every time Trey takes a bite of broccoli. Now, he thinks it's hilarious. Ah. So I'm literally <laughs> dancing in my kitchen for about 30 minutes. Every time my son eats a piece of broccoli, I'm doing the broccoli dance where you like a scary monster and your hair got to catch on fire. Okay, I got done with the broccoli dance and I sat down and I was just like, yo, I have literally sold all rights to coolness for the rest of my life. <laughs> then I woke up Sunday morning and I further knew I wasn't cool when me and my brother got into a fight over where we was going to hide the kids Easter eggs. I'm like, what in the <laughs> devil? Like he was trying to hide them over here. I'm like, bro, they're not going to find them over there. We're standing in the middle of the doggone yard having an argument about where to hide Easter eggs. And it was at that moment that I really realized like, Yo, I have zero cool left in me. Between the broccoli dance and Easter egg fights, I was like, yo, I'm done. So I just want to know from both of y'all, is there a moment or moments where you look at your life and be like, yep, I am just purely dad and a slave to the dad life and coolness has left me forever? 
Yeah, it's got to be Saturday for me too because after all of that, Jalen hits me up. Yeah, that was Saturday night, Carl. Yeah, Jalen hits me up and was like, yo, what everybody doing? And I said, you know what, son? He was like, yo, we need to order some food. Like, because they had pizza, daddy. You, you don't like pizza, so no. you ain't really eat pizza like that. So, man, let's make some nachos. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, let's make this thing happen. And at first, see, I was about to say no. You know, but then I said, hold on. How blessed am I right. that my son, you know, who's about to graduate from college, my daughter, who's a freshman in college, wants to come through and hang out. You know what I'm saying? Like, who does right, that on right, a Saturday night? Right. You know, they like, yo, dad, we can go grab this and grab that and come by. And I was like, you know what? The game's going to be on. We could watch the games. And I'm like, bet, let's go. And uh, they get there. <laughs> Jalen gets there a little late. He comes with the food. Jada's there. Talisa's there. The game is on. And I recline on the couch and Boom. wake up. By, my Boom. wife wake me up about midnight. <laughs> Like, is um, it Easter come already? On, let's go to bed. <laughs> come on, let's go to bed. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, bet. But let me get some of them nachos first. And she like, that was three hours ago. The nachos been gone. I'm like, oh man. But I'm being real though. The cool is gone. Oh yeah. But I, I'm not unlike you. See, I didn't necessarily, you know, consent to it. I fought a good fight. Yeah, you did. You know, yep. I just didn't finish the course. I laid down on the couch and woke up to my wife saying it's midnight. We had all wow. the fun. At least you were present. <laughs> but uh, come on, let's go to wow. bed. And I felt old. Yeah, no, I that's it, man. Old. I promise you, bro. Like, I'm in the kitchen. Like, y'all think I'm playing. I did the broccoli dance. I was like, what in the world? And my wife was just sitting there. They both laughing, Avery laughing. I'm like, wow. Like, yo, it's Saturday night. I'm doing broccoli dances. Like, this is unbelievable. I remember when I used to be getting fresh in the shower, get the cologne on, get the nice gear on, hit the town. Let me tell you something. Them days long, long let gone. Go. Let, um, let it go. Let it go. Oh, I trust me. I've been let it go. Oh, E, you talk about falling asleep, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about, I can't even, my wife won't even take me to a movie no more. She know better. I, I, the I last two, too. three movies we went to, I promise you, I ain't make it out the opening That's credits. I ain't make it out yep. the opening credits. I'm like, yo, flat out, new rule. If you put me in a dark room with the AC on in a recliner <laughs> chair, I'm out of there. I'm going to sleep. I'm out of there. It's a wrap. I don't care how good the movie is. We went and saw Avatar in 3D IMAX, and I slept through the whole thing. Whole theater was shaking, moving. My 3D glasses were hanging off. I was like, look here. I. Uh, my wife was like, yo, I ain't taking you nowhere. So, um, yeah, that's it. But let's, um, real quick, guys, I got some stuff I want to get into. Um, real quick, man, Lion of the Week, man. My man, Isaiah Thomas. I want to give him the Lion of the Week. Oh, um, they didn't win the game the other day. But I wanted to get y'all feedback. I purposely oh, didn't ask scored. either one of you yeah. about, you know, the, the whole situation. But for those of you who living under a rock and don't know what happened, um, his little sister died in a car accident. I believe it was what Saturday morning. I think Saturday, yeah. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday morning. His, you know, his little sister, who he's very close to, died in a car accident, and my man ended up playing. It was the same night or the next night, Carl. The next the night. The next, yeah, night, next um, night. You know, he he still ended up playing in the game and played well. And so I just wanted to give a shout out to my man. I don't know if y'all have any take on that or, or kind of. I, I I was sitting there and I was just kind of like, I I don't I doubt I could have done it. Like I ain't gonna lie. You talking about. Less than you know, forty-eight hours later, 
you know, that would have been tough, tough to deal with. But, you know, on, on second thought, maybe it is kind of one of those things where you can kind of get your mind off it, at least for a quick second right. um, yeah. during the yeah. game. But I don't know if y'all saw that, man, or what, what your thoughts were. So but my heart was heavy just TV watching on. my man. Hey, I cut the TV on, see, and his face was there. And on his face, you could see that he's been crying. Like I'm talking about you at the game, you know what I'm saying? Game about to start. You could see his eyes were red. I was like, yo, my man probably hadn't slept. Like you could see it on his face. And I just, I, what you said at the end, I was like, yo, I think that's the best way to go get your mind off of it. At least a distraction, you know what I'm saying? You got two hours where you now just got to be focused on winning this game. And it's at least a distraction from it. But like you said, man, like kudos to my man for being able to, you know, still perform, on, like perform at, yeah, a, perform high at a high level with something that devastating yep. happening, man. That's yep. not, yeah, that's that's lying behavior all day. For sure. Yeah, I don't even know how to respond. See, I'm going to be real with you. I, I can get into a, you know, a debate with my wife and I go lay down. You know what I'm saying? See, <laughs> I, I, over I'm the like, cover of the book. Let me just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? I just like, let me go and lay down real quick because we, she dogging out the cover of the book. I can't take this. I think this fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just go ahead and like, let me take a nap and start all over again. So, see, I yeah. couldn't imagine. Yeah. You know, I have sisters, and I just couldn't imagine if something happened to them, me being able to go and do a full-blown speech. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I just don't know if I can stay focused. And not only did he perform, Carl, at a high level, there were a couple times where his teammates was getting on him like not even like I'm like, bro, did you remember his sister just died? And my man, like, yo, you threw me that, you threw that pass, and it got ripped. It was a bad pass, and my man came down and scored. Like Isaiah, let's go. What's up, bro? And I'm like, whoa, a little sensitivity. Right, right. You know, his sister just died. So definitely beast mode, beast mode, beast mode, lion of the year. Yeah. Let's just give him that for the rest of the yeah, year. No doubt. Cool, man. Well, yeah, I just wanted to get y'all feedback. I hadn't talked to either one of y'all about that and, um, you know, wanted to see what y'all thoughts were. So I appreciate that. But what I wanted to talk about this week is uh, a subject that drummed up a little bit of, I won't say controversy. The video is going crazy right now. For those of you who saw the Thank God It's Monday um, video from this week, uh, he went off again. It was part two to a video, uh, the Westbrook Theory, I believe, um, part two. And yep. in the video, matter of fact, if we can, yeah, yeah, let, let's just play it that way. We can get a, an accurate assessment on it for those of you. Shame on you if you ain't seen TGIM already, and this is on Thursday. You're hearing this, but let's take a, a quick recap of the, uh, of the Thank God It's Monday from this week. That's lying mode, and you got to get to a place where you start executing. Somebody just helped me out. Last year, the greatest news in the NBA. The greatest story in the NBA last year was what? Greatest story told in the NBA last year offseason was what? Kevin Durant left to go to Golden State. Durant like I'm out. I don't know where y'all come from, but that hurt hard because they supposed to be boys. Look at this picture for a minute. Because this is why if you're going to be successful, this is where I need you to go right here. What a pick. This was the one where you play your boy first game, you and your homie was cool, right? And this is where you emotionally cut him. This when you cut my man. This when you see my man and he trying to be cool, he trying to act like he ain't leave you high and dry. He trying to act like the goals and the dreams y'all have. This the one where he clapping and you look my man in his face and say, you dead to me. 
And that's why most of you will never be successful because there's some stuff in your past you keep holding on to. And you got to get to a point when you're ready to grind and you're ready to get to the next level. You look at people you used to be close to and say, you dead to me. You dead. 42 triple doubles. We shouldn't even be talking about the MVP. Ain't nobody else even. If somebody else make it close to the MVP, the NBA is rigged and I'm through with them. They saw my man at the beginning of the season. I'm talking about, I'm talking about high octane. They said if he keep doing that all season, what's gonna happen? They said he keep running himself like that. He's gonna burn out. My man ain't burnt out. He don't look like he ain't close to burnout. But you know why they said it? Because they can't operate on that level for that long. So people will try to put their limitations on you. I can, I can do six gigs, I can do seven. We can leave here tonight. You can take me to a church, I'll give you another hour. You can't do it. Don't put your limitations on me. I'm dead to your limitations. Your limitations don't exist in my world. Those are your limitations, keep them. Go home, watch them on TV. Go home, read the newspaper about Go home and look in the mirror. Go home, call your homeboy, and y'all talk about your limitations. I ain't got none. I get off the plane from going to Dubai and get on the ground and I hit it. And some of y'all holding on to stuff you shouldn't be holding on to. It should be dead to you. Doggone, go do a funeral if you need to. Get rid of that junk. Like, bury it. Do whatever you got to do. But it's weighing you down. It's killing you. Every day you waking up thinking about it. You shouldn't be thinking about it no more. It should be dead to you. Move on. And move towards your greatness. I forget those things which are behind. And I press. I press towards the thing. I press. I don't got time for that no more. It's nothing personal. I ain't got nothing against you. I don't hate you, but I love me. Okay, E. All right, you got to defend this now because you got some people like, yo, what do you mean? You telling people you dead to me? You a Christian? You know, you're supposed to be forgiving people. You know what I'm saying? You a pastor, bro, talking about telling people you dead to me. So I'm just trying to figure out, is it E.T. the, 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 the hip-hop hip hypocrite? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> He's a hip hop hypocrite, <laughs> or 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 are you are you? Is there a deeper meaning or something we're missing? Because you basically telling people like, yo, you, you got to cut people off and, and let them know you dead to me in order to move on from a situation. But at the same time, you know, you teach us to forgive and 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 move on. Yeah, and and again, like I said, man, I'm I want to be as transparent as possible. You know, anytime I talk about my family, you know, um, it's never meant. You, you know, what I'm saying to bring this honor to my family, but I think there's certain things that you have to be very transparent about so that you can keep it clear, right? So I just want to talk about, you know, my relationship with my biological father. And I remember when, you know, see, I did feel like, okay, E, enough of the um, immaturity, you know what I'm saying? Enough, you know, enough of you traveling all over the world and, you know, encouraging and challenging people to get to that next level when, yeah, maybe you did get to the next level in your marriage or maybe you got to the next level in school, but this is something that you have failed to deal with and it's something that you need to deal with. You know, like you need to legitimately, not only to forgive your father, but you need to try to, you know, establish, you know, a relationship, see, because it's easy, see, to do the first part. Like you're gonna call somebody, tell them how you feel. They're gonna tell you how you feel, they feel, you know what I'm saying? You're going you gonna, you gonna to go at it. You're going to say what, what, whatever, whatever. You say, I forgive you, and then you move on. You know what I'm saying? But it don't mean, see, that you're going to build a relationship, right? So this is what I want y'all to understand. When, when you wait until you're 30, when I say you wait, circumstances happen, whatever, 
you know, um, whatever happens in our lives, when it takes us years to get a breakthrough, you have expectations, see, it, it, Carl, if that makes sense. So I had expectations, see, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it's going to be like this, it's going to be like that. And maybe if I was six, it would have been. Or maybe if I was 13, see, it would have been. You know, but here I am in my 30s. You know, so the expectations I had, they weren't really, you know, lining up to how I imagined things would go. And I think, see, I was allowing my expectations to ruin the relationship, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, no, it makes you know? a lot of sense. So it, so it wasn't that the relationship was bad or that the relationship couldn't progress. It was just that. Here was my, this was going to happen. And it didn't happen, see? Can you be specific, what though? I had can you be specific? Do, I just I feel like those of you out. Hold on. Just be specific, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like specifically, when you say that, because that makes a lot of sense, but I want people to hear, just because I know, you know, one of your gifts is the transparency, like, in terms of what you had in your mind or what it should look like, you know, and the expectations you had for it versus what it was. Like, like what does that look like specifically? Yeah, so I, I thought for me, like, you know when you see, um, you know, like good times. You know what so I'm saying? So wait, are you talking about the reconciliation part of it, or what you thought the whole time? I'm no, I'm 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 talking about what would happen after the reconciliation. Okay, got you. All right, cool. I just wanted to make sure. We you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, like what would that look like? You know what I'm saying? Are we gonna be going out to eat right, once a right, year? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Will we create some traditions? You know how I see you and your family, like y'all might eat every Sunday and then at Thanksgiving, y'all all expected to be at the crib. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like no matter where everybody live, everybody need to get back to Lansing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for me, I was kind of like, okay, I just thought like, okay, this going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe we're going to get on the bowling team or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, see, I had, you know I just had some, I had some different, you know what I'm saying? I just had some different. Not the bowling know, league. Okay, we reconcile. Huh? Not the bowling league. It's not the bowling league. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The bowling league, see? You know what I'm saying? We got this, the, the with outfits. The with like the shirt. You know what I'm saying? With the shirt. Uh, yeah, you know the shirt. You know what I'm saying? With the collar. The happy day shirt with the collars on. Oh, no You know doubt. what I'm saying? Um, so, so I'm not trying to make light of it, guys. I'm just, you know how it is. See, it's something, you know, for real. And I know some of y'all are dealing with it. So I'm just trying to add a little humor to it. But I, I, there were things that I thought would happen that maybe would have You expected the relationship to pick up as a father and son traditional relationship would look. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing yeah, wrong from, with like, that. From like I you mean, five years old, seven years yeah. old. You know what I'm saying? And, and don't get it twisted. Like, we talk every Saturday, 5 a.m. his time, 6 a.m. my time. So we, we, you know, so we're talking. So this is what I had to do, see, I realized if the relationship is going to get to where it's healthy, maybe not what I envisioned, but healthy, then I got to be dead to those expectations. You feel me? Like, E, you got to be dead to those. Because what those expectations are doing is it's ruining every time y'all talk or every time y'all get together, it don't look like you think it should look. So you like, yo, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, was I even right for reconciling? Like, maybe I should have just left it alone. You know what I'm saying? I was 30 some years old. Maybe I shouldn't have even, even tried, see? You, you feel me? You know, and, and, but I heard the creator say to me, it's like, no, you got to die to those expectations. You got to die to what you thought it was going to be, and you got to celebrate what is. And you take, you talk about it all the time, see, the small victories. So if it's a, you know, like, let's just say when we first started kicking it, it might have been, you know, um, me, my old dude, it might have been Cliff, love Cliff. 
his homie. It might have been Steve. That's my that's my dude. It might have been Renee. But between me and you, see, like maybe in the beginning, I was thinking like it's just going to be me and him. But you know what I'm saying? We're going on a trip and it's his boys and me. You feel me? And I'm kind of like, whoa. All right. Well, I didn't expect that. And, and, I, and, and but so not to ruin it, I didn't go with, yo, I ain't expect that. So bump that. I don't even want it. I'm just like, yo, E, you take what you get, bro. Like whatever you get, you take that and you enjoy that. Like you embrace that. And there's some of you out there, when I say you got to be dead to it, you have expectations or you might have been in a relationship with somebody and it didn't work out. See, you thought that y'all was going, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I know, you know, you and Carl can, you know, understand what I'm saying. Like you might have got into a relationship. It could have been business, like not just male, female. See, like we've been in relationships in business that we had to be like, yo, for real, you did you dead to me in that it ain't going to work out the way we thought. We're not going to be in business, but it don't mean me and you can't have a relationship. It don't mean me and you got to be enemies. It's just that what we thought we was going to do is not going to work. And so instead of me looking at you like you played me or, you know, you didn't come through for me like I thought you was going to come through for me or you were. It's just like, yo, E, dead, dead that y'all ain't going to never be in business together. Mm -hmm. That ain't going to never happen. But does that not mean that every blue moon, you know, what I'm saying y'all can't go bowling together. Some I don't know. So I'm just saying, see, I'm not talking about the evil because some people when they say you dead right. to me is evil is mean. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it comes that in from itself a is a place. pretty harsh statement. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the nice yeah, way to say it. But I mean it, though, see? You're trying to put it in a compartment. Yep. In this area of my life, you are not going to help me the way I see it. Yep. So I'm not going to allow you to, to, create, to, to infiltrate that area. That, no that's more. it. That's what it and is. And literally, it's got to be dead. Because I think what some people do see, which is the worst thing in the world to do, is that people are indecisive, see? They're going back and forth. And it's so emotionally draining, see? Do you know what it's like to be in a relationship where it's not what you thought it was going to be, but you keep trying to make it what it's not? You know what I'm saying? See, you waking up hoping that, yo, uh, E.T. going to call me and, and we're going to be business partners. It's not going to happen. Move on. Or how many kids do you see, see, that get kicked out of law school in this area? And Carl, they still on, I'm going to be a lawyer because I told my mama, bruh, they not letting you back in. Stop writing them letters. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop meeting with the professor. They already told you this your third time getting kicked out. So just just die till you're going to be a lawyer. But does that mean, see, you're not going to not be successful? Does that mean that you can't contribute, you know, in another way greatly to society? No, it don't mean that. It just means that as it relates to being a physician, that just might not be your calling. That might be your mama or daddy calling for you. So you're going to have to die to that completely. Get that out of your mind so you're not seeing other doctors. And I've seen it, see, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I've seen people hating on people or envious, you know what I'm saying, because they're looking at somebody who's a lawyer and they're not one, and, and now they can't even enjoy being around other lawyers or seeing stuff on TV that's law or dealing with why. Because something in them still saying, I want to be a lawyer. Kill it and go be a great teacher. Kill it and go be a great engineer. Kill it and go be a great mother or father. So I'm just saying, not in a negative sense, but there's some things, expectations, dreams, goals, relationships, that you just have to say, me and my man ain't getting married, I gotta move on. Me and homegirl ain't getting married. Uh, and I know people see who almost went down the aisle and a week or two before, 
my man called and like, yo, I'm out of it. Or she might have called and backed out of it. And my man's still waiting around for the call to see that, okay, maybe she had a bad day. Or maybe, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I um, mean, that's a terrible day. She done told you dead to me. You know what I'm saying? You dead to me. My man like, hold up, what that mean? Folks, see? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, see, people still waiting around on stuff. And what I'm saying is there's something, see, you shouldn't be waiting around mm. for because it's just not going to happen. And so, so just but, move but on. I guess the, so I guess, saying. you know, it, it, when do you know, though? You know what I'm saying? Because my man right, trying to get the defibrillator out. My man trying to get the yeah. defibrillator, pop, just bring that thing back to life. And you telling them to let it die, but I'm saying, how do you know when to let it die? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so she made a mistake. She ran off, but then she come back and say she wants you, and she run off again. I guess I'm trying to say, like, even in business or, you know, law school or some of those things that you mentioned, we always taught to fight through, persevere, get to what you want to get to, you know, by any means necessary type deal. Now you tell me to let it die. I'm confused. Yeah, I am, see. I am telling you that when we was doing the thing with the bank, and my man made some promises to us. And the day of or the day before, he decided that he wasn't going to um, bless us with the money. We never went back to asking nobody to give us money again. From that day forward, we died to philanthropy. We died to it, see? We died to somebody going to give us 10 grand or 20 grand. <laughs> You know what I'm, I'm sorry, C. Yeah. Thank you for coming. No, 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 I just I'm didn't sorry. want people to think we we like we weren't gonna be thr- we philanthropic. You know what I'm saying? No, we are, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we we died of, the handouts. Yeah, just say yep, say it the like ghetto way. It's more more yep. legible. I, I'm just saying we 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 never we 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 never was upset about it. We never cried about it. You know what I'm saying? We never said, well, who's gonna be the next person that's gonna bless us? We died to it and said, yo, it was an opportunity. We listened to this person. We believed in that person. We put a lot of effort into it, but guess what? We'll never do that again. We dared to handouts. From this day forward, if we get it, we're going to work for it. That's, that, you know what I'm saying? So, so we didn't say, oh, okay, we mad at him. We mad at the bank. We mad at the experience. We was like, yo, let's pick it up and do what we got to do. Uh, at our job, see, we had some people that, you know, did us wrong. We didn't go let's um, hate on them, let's talk about them, let's whatever. We was like, yo, we put ourselves in a position where we let somebody else control our destiny and it didn't work out, let's move forward. We're not gonna give them five or six chances. So I'm just saying, how do you know? You gotta decide, do I do this three times and move on? Do I do it five times and move on? But what you cannot do, see, is three, four years in a row, you at the same place you was at four or five years ago, wait for it. So you tell me if it's a year, if it's two. But I'm telling you, you can't continue to, you can't, Romo gone, bruh. Romo gone, see? Romo gone. And if he not gone, he gone. You know, they got a new quarterback and they moved on. And as much as they love Romo and they love the Romo era, see, they had to move on. Can I can you I know? read so can that, I read what we wrote in uh I told you I just I, I feel like blessing the our podcast listeners with a sneak peek, but can I read what we wrote in Zero to a Million about that situation so they can Please. hear it? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just going, I'm, I'm, I'm basically, I'm going to cut to that part we were just talking about because I know you've heard us talk about it before and forgive me because it's not fully edited. We, Carl, E and I just been kind of going over, you know, kind of how we did it, but I thought y'all would, you know, be the first ones to hear an excerpt from the book Zero to a Million, and this is the meeting that we referred to. It says, the week of the event finally arrived. It was a Monday afternoon and everything was on track for the big Friday afternoon showdown. 
And by Friday afternoon showdown, of course, we're talking about the big fundraiser. Nerves were pretty high in the group, being that we were only five days away from the biggest event in our team's short history. We called up to the bank that Monday morning to check on a few things. We were told that they were really busy up there and they would give us a call back later that afternoon. To our surprise, we never heard received a call back. There was no reason to be alarmed. We just found it odd because they were always so prompt about responding to our calls. The next day around noon, we still hadn't heard anything back, so we decided to call once again. This time, there was no answer at all. We tried back twice more that day and still nothing. Now we were getting a bit antsy, but still not panicked. Did we do something wrong, we thought? What in the world was going on? Wednesday rolled around, just a few short days from the event. We called up to the bank first thing in the morning around 9 a.m. This time, the president of the bank's secretary, whom we had grown to know, answered the phone immediately and seemed a little uneasy. I'll give you a call right back, she said, and quickly hung up. CJ was on the phone with her, but judging by his face, Carl and I knew it wasn't good. She called back about an hour later. I'm sorry, but I'm afraid to tell you that we're going to have to cancel the event. Click. Hello? Hello? I think she hung up, CJ said. Uh, she just said the event had been canceled. I, can tell by the, I could tell by the look on CJ and Carl's face that they were hurt. They had put a lot of time and effort into this thing, and it was gone just like that. I immediately told, uh, took them to our favorite spot for lunch, and I knew none of us were even remotely in the, even though I knew none of us were even remotely in the mood to eat. We rode there in silence as I thought to myself, man, I'm going to need to give them a heck of a pep talk. Once we arrived, we pulled up at our uh, favorite restaurant at our designated table, and I let them have it. Listen to me, y'all. Never again in life will we remotely allow someone else to control our destiny. He didn't make us. He won't break us. As a matter of fact, this was a blessing. As long as we do it our own way, when we make it, we won't owe anybody anything. I'm, matter of fact, I'm glad he bailed on us. You see the kind of integrity they have? They couldn't even tell us face to face that it was off. Is this, something you, is this someone you wanted to be indebted to? Is this someone you wanted to call a partner? Consider this the biggest blessing you ever could have asked for. Now let's get back to the office and get to work. And it says, to my delight, the guys responded. They echoed every single one of my sentiments right alongside of me. We talked about it for 30 minutes and never spoke of it again. And guys, I just wanted to read that because a lot of you, you know, you, you would still be holding on to that. And what he's saying is like, yo, we literally died to that mentality. Like, you know, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, collab with people. And, you know, I, I want to choose my words carefully because I know y'all saying, yo, I don't want to be, you know, have a business partner. I don't want to have these things. And, you know, we wrote about that experience because we wanted you to understand that ultimately your destiny is in your hands. And that's what he really proved to us. Like, yo, it was a blessing. And now I think back, I'm like, yo, Thank the good Lord that we didn't raise half a million dollars right at that moment, that week. We would have been forever slave to somebody else's opinion of what we should be doing, idea. He could have shut down TGIM and been like, nope, you ain't doing that. You know, y'all ain't doing the podcast, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We would have been under somebody else's thumb and forever been indebted. So E, when you talk about dying to a mentality, that is literally a mentality that we died to. And I just wanted to read it to the people so they could see how serious it was, you know, how serious of a moment it was for us as a company. I'm talking about, I feel it in my stomach again now. See, as you're reading it, I, I'm literally like back there, like experiencing it again. But at the end of the day, man, it's managing expectations. And I th he started talking about it. It's managing expectations. Like if you are seeing progress and it's moving, cool. 
But like E said, if a year go by, two years go by, and the same situation happened three times, you fail it four times. You know what I mean? Like seriously, you got to either really self-assess like we talk about or just really think about for real, what are you trying to accomplish? Like if it's not working, it's not working. Don't beat a dead horse. Y'all heard all these cliches before, but you got to really. Yeah, and I think it is that time, you know, it's that timing thing. And I know we talked about this before, but guys, that's the hardest thing. Don't undersell the fact that for real, there was a time when you could have said what we were doing wasn't working. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep, yep, you know, yep. there was a time when somebody could have been like, yo, y'all still doing TGIM? How long y'all going to keep beating the dead horse? Y'all got 172 yeah, but views. I'm saying I don't think you could see because this is, this is, this is one of the uh, indicators. See, TGIM kept getting better. We, we, you, even though it was the same thing, you saw progress. You, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a progress um, uh, every five years. There was progress from the first one, the hits, the comments, the quality. Carl went back to school. I worked on some stuff. You know what I'm saying? You were looking at, um, okay, how can we, you know, brand this better? We went to a mixtape. So there was always some progress. I'm saying you took, the, you took the, um, the bar exam or the medical exam four or five times and you got the same score and you failed in the same area, C, and you didn't make no improvements. Bruh, you, come on. There's no progress. At some point, you can't keep lying to yourself and saying, okay, the sixth time. It'd be one thing if you failed the first time, see, failed the second time. Now, I said it. You heard me say it. People can laugh at me if they want to. I failed English the first time with an F. I failed it the second time with a D. I passed it the third time with a C. You know what I'm saying? So you could say, L-E, you failed English. I did. But each year I, or each semester, whenever I took it, I, I got progress, see? I, I, I went up from an F to a D from a D to a C, and I was like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying, okay, so here's I think the, that's, here's that's the easier in like tangible things, and, and, but maybe not so easy in relationships, though. Like, you know what I I'm saying? Like, it, it, okay, too, I got yeah. you. Bar exams, tests, things that are, you know, you, you, you know, practical that you can measure, right? But, but you can't necessarily measure a bad relationship or, you know. Okay, you can't, but let me say this. If it's toxic, for real, C, if it's toxic, you just going to have to, because you talk about self-assessing, you're going to have to create your own measurement. How many more beatdowns are you going to take before, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for I, real. I, I do know. Matter of fact, yeah, Josh saying, and I talked saying, about that, that this that, week. But, you know, and we talked about, for real, how, do, how many chances is enough? And I don't really know the answer to that. But, like, let's say somebody in your life, let's say alcoholic or a drug addict or something, and you let them back and, you know, they end up stealing from you, right? And then you don't hear from them for a while, and now they clean themselves up, and they come back, and they do it again. Like, at what point, how, how do you measure that, E? So I will tell you this, though. I will tell you that there, there are codependent, you know what I'm saying? There are people who put people in that situation. And I've known people in my own life who've been, you know, heroin addicts, you know, uh, addicted to crack cocaine, and I know that, some of the people that was in their lives who when they lost a job or stopped supporting them, they stopped doing the drugs. But as long as that person was there and kept giving them chance after chance after chance, they kept doing it. So, I, so I'm, I'm, like you said, I'm not God. I can't be, you know, the judge, jury, whatever. But I can say this. At some point, you have to love yourself enough that you create the, the, the situation. See, you say five times. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to put something on it. Okay, eight times and I'm through with you. You know what I'm saying? You have to decide because I think when we don't see, it could go for 50 times. It could go for 100. Yeah, but what if it's that 100th time that they get it right and you didn't shut them out? But I'm saying, see, you you can't, you you can't, um, and, and this is just me. I'm not, I shouldn't say this is for everybody. But see, you got to love, and I keep saying it, you got to love yourself enough not to love that person so much that it's about when they turn their life around. What about, see, all the time I waste waiting for you to turn around, to all the opportunities that I missed out. So what, 10 years from now, you got off drugs and we good. But how much time did I waste? So that's what I mean. Each person has to decide what's enough for you. And then just come up with that and just go. But here, here's the bigger point to yeah, me, see. Yep. And, you, and mm-hmm. we can agree to this if we can't agree to No, no, agree no, no, I got you, else. I got you. I, I just want to, yeah, you. I got you. I want to make a point with yeah, you. Yeah, and I don't mean me and you. I just mean in general. No, I know what you mean. We can honestly say this, the three of us. Everything we died to, what came to life after it, didn't come to life till we died to that. Right, right. You, you feel what yeah, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, me and good. Carl was just talking about that the other day. We were talking about how you can lose a loved one like a grandfather or or honor son, and it seems like every time somebody in your family dies, it's a new baby or something, see? Like somebody is born or something. And so the one thing we can agree on is that when we said, hey, bump the doggone handouts, we gonna do it on our terms and do it our way. It was then, see, and only then did we work with a with with a with, with a, a a passion and an energy and and, and and a determination? See that we had never worked with before, and then boom, we started getting appointments. We started getting gigs, and we ain't never looked back. We have not gotten any support like that financially, and we've never looked back. So I just want to say, if you are in a relationship, since y'all talking about relationships are so hard to turn, listen to me. If you are in a relationship with somebody, and you say this part of it. We didn't say get rid of the person, see, but we said like maybe the cheating and you like, yo, I can't handle that. When you say, yo, I'm through and you really, really mean it and you ain't playing no more. If that person is going to respect you, see, and take that out of the relationship, it's that it's at that point. See, it's not going to be when you keep being like, okay, you did it. Okay. All right. You sorry. Okay. You did it again. Okay. You sorry. You did it again. Change ain't going to come for sure. Then see, but when you say enough is enough. I am going to get my GED. I am going to finish this four-year degree. When you say no more, no more um, sweets, I'm going to lose this hundred pounds. But when you say, see, I'm going to forgive myself for eating this Twinkie cake. Tomorrow I'm going to get back on the diet. I'm going to start all over again. I can't say that for sure. See, you're going to lose weight. But when you say, yo, this is it. I'm dead to Twinkies. I'm, I'm dead to bread. I'm dead to not working out. I'm dead to, you know, playing with my health. I'm dead to that. It's at that point, see, that whatever is supposed to replace that replaces that. And that's all I'm saying. When that thing is alive, then whatever's next cannot come to life as long as that thing is present. Yeah, that's good. And I think that the, the thing is, now that I'm hearing you talk, is like, how do you how, how do you stay dead to it? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's because, mm. I mean, think about mm. it. We, how many people you know that lost weight and then they gained it right back? How many people you know, you know, got sober for a while and then they went back to, you know, alcohol or drug abuse? Like, I think the thing is staying dead, like putting it to bed forever, you know, and I think that that piece is critical. Like, I'm going to be real. Most everybody could lose 10 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you you, for real, you you done mustered up a whole bunch of willpower for two weeks. I don't know that, you know, it's that easy to do it for, 
you know, the, the, the rest of your natural life. Hey, there was a study, and I, this is years ago I read this, so don't quote me on details like that, but in a nutshell, they, they, they were like, I think it was lung cancer, they were doing a study, of, it, it was either cancer or heart disease, I don't remember which one to be honest, but they said out of nine, out of ten subjects, right, I'm talking about life-threatening now, it was to the point, like, if you don't stop, whatever it was, I don't know if it was smoking, whatever, like, so again, don't quote me on it, but it was like, if you don't stop, like, this is your life, Nine out of the ten people died. One out of the ten stopped doing what they were doing and changed it. So I'm saying, it's it, like, that's real. Like, that's the secret right there. See, if you can figure out how really to be dead to this. And I'm talking about people because you've developed that, ha that habit for so long or that comfort or whatever it is. Like, you cannot, it's, it's virtually, like, life-threatening and you still can't find the willpower wow. to break it. Wow. It's that strong. Wow. So that's something we got to really sit down and, like, discuss. Like, how do we really figure out how to be dead to that? Yeah, that question is it, see. That's it. And E? Wow, that's deep. Steve. No, it is. Yeah, I'm, I, well, hey, I don't know that, I don't know all of the answers, but I know C, C may, have, may have had the desire to lose weight. And I think when I first met him, he did lose um, so many pounds and went on, uh, you know, uh, uh, what was the diet? Was that the no carb diet back then, C, when you were in college? Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. It was a, yeah, it was a okay. little, little hybrid. Okay, so and I know look, C lost weight. I do know he picked it back up. But I know this time he doing it for Trey. He doing it for Avery. So, so this ain't no, so here's the deal. It, I think C is able to keep the weight off and encourage us to be about our health because it wasn't a short-term, right, you right. know, goal. This is long-term. Trey going to outlive uh, C. Right. You feel me? So, so, so I, I don't have all the answers, but one of the things I know is that if the goal is long, if the goal is intrinsic, if the goal is more meaningful, it's not just wait for it. So when you go to your family reunion, the beach body yeah, for the summer, the beach body for the summer, you know what I'm saying? Yep. The summer don't last long in Michigan. You know what I'm saying? The summer don't last long in Michigan. <laughs> got two so if you're doing it for the summer, you, you got three strong months. You know what I'm saying? In the Midwest. But no, C did it for, and so when I saw C do it, and I was like, all right, E, you know what I'm saying? It's time, you know what I'm saying? Y'all a team. You know what I'm saying? And then C did his homework and was like, yo, E, it's a lot of physical fitness cats out here, health people that's on us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, E, we got to, you know, yeah. and I was like, I feel you, C. Mm -hmm. So one, you did it for Trey. Now I'm about to do it because you did it and I want to support right. you. And then I got to do it for the physical fitness community. And, and for real, 2017 was my year of when physical fitness people see us. They're going to be able to say, oh, okay. And somebody hit me the other day. It was like, yo, eat what you do. And I was like, what you mean by that? It's like, yo, I've been watching the TGIMs. Like, it's a transformation from a couple years ago. And I was like, yo, I'm doing this as a team. Yeah. I'm doing this to make the company more credible. I'm doing this because C's committed to it. So I got to be committed to it if my guy's committed to it. And so, and so it's not a thing, C, that like I'm trying to lose weight. I'm not trying to lose weight, C. Right. I'm not trying to lose no weight, bro. Right. I swear to you I'm not. I'm not trying to, um, what's the word? I'm not trying to get buff. I swear to you I'm not. God knows I'm not. You know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to, I'm trying to live as long as I can for ETA. I'm trying to be as healthy as I can for ETA. I'm trying to be around as long as I can. Didi retired. I'm trying to be around as long as I, I'm trying to enjoy this retirement, see, and I can't do it, see, with a, um, I found out that individuals that, I don't care how healthy you are, Individuals with with a gut. If you have, you know, uh, a lot of fat. No, no, around, fluffy. You know, 
Sean okay, told us it's lovely. If you have, do yeah, not use the F word on this podcast. Not the yeah, F-A-T sorry. word. You have I'm a lot sorry. of use fluffy around the abnormal area. We talked about it. You threw, like, that's where most diseases live. So for me, it's just like, oh, E, when you wake up, here's my two words, y'all, for the day. Cardio, you got to get the heart rate going to get the blood flowing and resistance. That's it. So either I'm going to be doing a certain amount of push-ups mm-hmm. every day. I got some, some little small dumbbells. They ain't big. And I just take them things and curl them things. And it's just resistance. Mm-hmm. Resistance every day, cardio every day. Yeah. So if you, see, uh, if you see us and you see a difference, I promise yeah. you CJ not trying to win uh, Mr. Olympia. But what he is trying to win is I'm going to be around for Trey. Yeah. I'm no be question. Able to I think, with and Trey. I think that's the mind shift. And it's crazy when you – when you make that mind, you know, set shift and like, you know, instead of saying, like you said, it's for a moment, you say this is a lifestyle yep. change. Like literally my whole life is different, right? You're not, you're not looking to say, all right, cool. Once the winter time hit, I could put it back on. Or once this happened, once that happened, it's literally a lifestyle change. And what happens is instead of finding excuses not to go to the gym, you find excuses to go to the gym. Does that make sense? Yep. Like I remember yep. before, before sense. I really yep. like got into it heavy, I would be like, Yo, it's crazy. You know, weather's bad outside. And, you know, plus I got to go pick up the kids in 45 minutes. And now I'll say, yo, you got 45 minutes before you got to go pick up the kids. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. a, it, it's li- right. You, I can get 30. Uh-huh. And so it's just literally once you, once you let that, that other mentality die to yourself, this new mentality, you know, breeds of, yo, I got 30 minutes. I could get a nice little workout in. I could get my heart rate up. I could do some resistance stuff. I could do whatever. And so I think, that's the key thing, E, you said it, is letting something die, but also letting that other thing take its place. Because if you don't you, you replace it with something, like, yo, you, you're going to have a hard time, you know, uh, keeping that thing dead, right? Like, so even for, like, you know, people who are in addiction and stuff like that, like, I know pe- I'm, like people who maybe, um, this is probably a bad example, but quit smoking, start chewing gum. Right, because there's something else that they can do to kind of occupy their mind right. for that, you know, force right. a habit of right. smoking or whatever. I don't, I don't really know, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, that type of example where you you can replace a habit with a habit. And so once you let that old mentality die, that new mentality, um, you know, kind of pops up, man, and, and goes to that next level. So now I think. So so let me just say this too, though. See, as we move on, because mm-hmm. we've been talking about relationships, but I think. One of the things that you can do in a relationship, and I only say this because, you know, I have, I have, um, you know, children that are at the age of dating, you know, and, and, you know, so of course they're still young at it. But one of the things I would suggest too, for people who are like, how do you know? I think when your focus, like you said, is on an excuse to get out of versus, yo, I got 30 minutes to knock this out real quick. Um, I think in a relationship, see, you do better if it wasn't so feelings heavy, you, you know what I'm saying? See, it's, you, know, you, you know what I mean when I say feelings heavy? It's not so um, uh, inf- infatuation heavy, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you're kind of thinking about like, yo, I love this. I love being around this person. You know, I love having fun, you know, whatever. If you're intimate, like, let's just be real. Whatever it is you guys are doing, like, I feel affirmed when I'm with this person. I think, see, if you can balance it out and say, what is my purpose for being in a relationship? Like, what do I ultimately want? So, so, so if you're in your feelings, you might be like, yo, this is the fifth time he didn't can't, you know, come home high and stole my stuff and, 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 and got me, you know, my mom and I pissed off. Like, I don't think people understand that as we are a team, we brothers, 
But what makes us brothers is not the business. What makes us brothers is the values that we have and the fact that we're each helping each other, not from uh, it feels good to work together, but a, yo, for real, we all want to have a healthy marriage. We all want to really have a great relationship with our children, with our parents. You know, we want to change the world. And I think in a relationship, if you would just stop saying, he make me feel good. She makes me feel good and say, yo, I'm, he, here are the values I'm looking for in a person. And, 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 when, and if these per- people are, don't have integrity, yeah, he might make you feel good, see? But he's not a person of integrity. Like, he lying to me. And, and, I, and I don't want to be with somebody for the rest of my life who I can't trust. Because for me, trust is an important thing. Or whatever it is from you. They stealing from you. You know, and you're like, yo, I can't take this stealing thing. Or they don't have no... Um, get up and go because a lot of people see get married. I've seen a lot of divorce from my husband don't have no bite He don't have no get up and go and you should have known that when you was dating him But you were so caught up into the he makes me feel good. She makes me feel good So I'm just saying yeah, you need to have that You know fuzzy feeling like that's important to have that in a relationship but let's not just be so infatuated heavy and hey, I say this, see, I've definitely seen people, and you know people personally, see, who have broken up and, 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 and stood their ground, and that other person, see, may have had to kind of go out, and I'm not saying, you know, because I want to be careful how I say it, but that person might have been immature at the time, and they went through life a little bit, see, and came back and realized, yo, this is something that I like, or this is a person I want to be with, and we've seen some... Yeah, for real. And we have seen people who have gotten married and moved on and had a phenomenal relationship with somebody that they dated in high school or somebody they got older and they were professional and they broke up and came back. I mean, you've seen movies, whatever. So but but I say this, see, I don't think that that great relationship could happen while you settling for that average relationship. And you got to die to the average and be willing to say, I'm not happy with this. And then maybe that person goes away, grows up comes back and say, we've seen it in our own company. We've seen people who left and was like, yo, I need to do my own thing, whatever, whatever, and came to Carl and humbled themselves and said, you know what? I went out there and tried to do it my own way. Yo, Carl, I was wrong. Can I come back to the company? We've seen it happen, see? And they've come back more mature. They've come back adding more value, but they did have to leave. But guess what? We didn't put up with it. We, we weren't putting up with the not adding value or not you know, um, operating in the spirit of excellence. We, we were checking folks like, nope, that's not how we get down. So we gave them a couple chances. We gave her a couple shots. And when those individuals didn't live up to the expectations, like some got to give. And so they were like, yo, I ain't ready to grow. I'm about to go do my own thing. But then they came back months later, you know, and said, hey, I apologize. So I'm just saying, see, dead, you ha- we have to die to average if we ever going to see good. We have to die to good if we ever going to see great. They, they cannot simultaneously exist at the exact same time. So let me add this real quick. And as you were talking, e, I think the critical piece for a lot of people is exposure. You got to be exposed to good to know that mm. you can have that. Well, mm. two things, exposure yeah. and belief. Yeah. Because you, you not, I don't, don't want to go here, but, you know, the, the female that's getting abused, like, for real, you probably don't even know that you could do better. You've settled for this and believe that this is the best you could do because he at least bringing food home or something like that. So I'm saying exposure. Number one, you got to expose yourself to some stuff to know that this is not it. There is better. There is good. There's great. There's phenomenal. It does exist. 
expose yourself to it. And then number two, man, believe that you can have it. Like it, there's other people out here. This is the one thing yeah, I've always said. Yep. There's other people out here that's doing it. Yeah. That means you could get it yeah. done. Yeah, but you I think people's fear, Carl, is, is reaching from average to good, slipping yeah. and ending up below yeah. average. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, being yeah. for real. Like, you, you know no, what I'm saying? Real, people, you you thinking real. like, all right, cool, let me dip from this situation. It's good. Let me try to hit this great. And then you end up back at average. Like, whoa, what just happened? I probably should have stuck that good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> at least I was safe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You see. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's How do we fix that, though? See, what do we say to that person? You know, I mean, I don't know. Is there? Do we have anything to say? Because we all had that same experience and we... You know, we just keep saying, hey, we ready to go to that next level, you know, but what do you say? I, I would be real. It saying, depends on what kind of person you are. This ain't for everybody. Trust me. Yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, like what you say and see that the marriage that you have, the marriages. That yeah, I'm not saying it's not attainable for not, everybody, bro. That's the one thing I'm okay, really learning. Now, it is okay, attainable. Okay. No, 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 no. I, you know everybody. me. I got the. I, I was gonna say help yeah, it, me because yeah, I'm struggling. No, help no, me. Feel, no, see, it's not. It is to everybody, but not everybody really to work for it. Okay, yes, I give you that. You trying to be politically okay. correct? Okay. I give it no, to. No, that's what I'm saying. It, everybody <laughs> can have it, but everybody not willing to work for it. Everybody, absolutely. Okay, I give you that. Like I said, I, I you know, okay, I mean, I'm just you. not politically correct, you. but I'm saying <laughs> for you. real, it, it is not for the weak at heart. When you try to leave like good, and then you like you lemon squeezing good. Trust me, it's some pain that go with that. And you like, oh, I don't even know if we have to go there. Like it's some, you know, conversations that, you know, he might challenge us to have with our wives or some activities we got to do where I'm just like, bro, we real good right now. I'm not sure we need to try to, because this could, I, mean, I told you, I remember back in the day, I was so pissed at EE, like, yo, y'all need to be at worship. Y'all need to do all this. We going through devotionals fighting. I'm like, what in the, we was better off not reading these devotionals. I'm like, the night that started off beautiful. We like, yo, you want to read a devotion? Name one time your spouse just pissed you the blank off. I'm like, what? How did we get here? And so when you trying to leave good, bro, I'm telling you it ain't easy. And a lot of bros ain't willing to do that. Now, we didn't got off on the marriage right. podcast, but I'm serious. It ain't, it's not easy when you're trying to stretch yourself, like growing pains, that, like it hurts. For real, it's more comfortable to stay right where you at, to make the money you make, to have a relationship, the marriage you got, to have a you know, type of parent you are. It is much more comfortable to just stay right in that comfort zone, get up, punch the clock every day, come back home and live that rat race every single day. It is much more comfortable and everybody not willing to strain themselves, right? We, we, we always learn muscles only grow when you put them under heavy stress. And a lot of people ain't willing to put in that work and pump that iron. Yeah, no, you, you, yeah, you're saying something. I'm thinking about, for real, like kids, like, I, no, see, I know you're going to feel me on this. I promise you. Oh, what I ain't going to feel on anything? You ain't got kids no more. You got a dog. You can't even say you got kids no more. You got full-blown hey, adult. I promise you, it is so easy, bro, to turn the TV on and let them mm. jokers sit oh. there for five hours. It's so Say that. easy. Say that. Yo, you know how oh. much work I get done? It's so easy, but I'm just saying, yo, Carl, like, what at the end of the day are you hoping, like, back to what you said, though, see, like, yo, what is your vision? Like, what you going to get out, like, or E said it, what are you looking to get out of this? Like, do you want your kids to be excellent at what's coming up next on the on, on Sprout or PBS Kids? Is that what you want them to learn? And not saying that they can't learn from TV, but, like, yo, four hours, I promise, and I've done it before, don't get me wrong, I'm, I've done it. <laughs> Carl, I'm ashamed. Done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm usually the bad parent on the podcast. I'm, I'm glad Carl is not, you know what I'm saying? Carl now finally opening up the bag a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no, the only terrible back, back parent on here. Point. 
<laughs> I'm saying back to your point, though, it takes work to get them to do the stuff that I want them to do. Like, I want them to be able to read, you know what I'm saying, and to be able to do stuff, to be able to do puzzles together. But guess what? They ain't going to do it oh, by themselves. Puzzles that have you, know you what so saying? hot, bro. Oh, it take patience. It take more. So, yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, I'm here, here go the iPad. Carl, Sit down somewhere. Night. Let's try again tomorrow. Hey, I'm laughing, see, because Carl said the other night, you know, uh, he was like, you know, Jordan was one to do the bedtime story, was pissed. Like, they kind of went off their schedule. Like, we were somewhere, got home late. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> see, we got to the crib by 10, 15, 10, 30 after doing the work. And Jordan was like, yo, let's get that bedtime story. He like, bedtime right. story? Right. Yeah. Like, you missed the window your, on that, Jay. That's your bedtime <laughs> story. But, and I, but I'm laughing like, yo, Carl, for real, for real? Even though I know you don't feel like doing it, you don't want to do it. And I know Carl and Tamisha, they're going to do it. But I'm like, yo, you created that monster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you That's created yep. my man want to learn how to read. You created the, you know what I'm saying? I, me and my father, this is our time just before I go to bed. You know, we got this daily routine. I'm not putting myself to bed, so I'm a little nervous about going to bed without reading because Jordan is definitely more of a structured kind of kid, a routine type of kid. You know, so I'm just dying laughing at Carl like, yo, whereas some parents, they don't have to worry about that. Why? They ain't reading with nobody. They ain't doing no bedtime story. They didn't put my man to bed early. You know, so, so I, I'm just saying, see, you are absolutely right when you say you know how much you got to pay to oh, live. Bro, the, I promise you, sometimes life. it ain't worth it, bro. It, I, like yeah, I'm talking about, it, it it take the strongest of the strong to really push yourself to be great. Like yo, it, it ain't easy. Like yo, you, you you most people will not lose weight. Like flat out, most people even you don't listen to the podcast, you don't watch e videos. Most of y'all still ain't gonna lose no doggone weight. And I'm not trying to punk nobody. I'm just saying, look at people, bro. Like it's still weight loss infomercials. Like people ain't losing weight. They still making billions of dollars off losing weight. People still looking for a fast way to do it instead of just diet and exercise. Most people cannot die to themselves. Most people can't die to that diet. Most people can't die to that treadmill and get to it, bro. Most people can't. That's what I'm saying because it's hard to do. Now I like to believe you know the people watching E are more likely to do it than the people who not. But at the end of the day, it is never comfortable straining yourself. Like, yo, straight, straight up, shout out to Sean in the podcast. Yo, ever since my man said that, he convicted me again, and I already knew about interval training. Bruh, I'm on the treadmill today running that 9.5 for a minute straight. Bruh, do you know how bad it hurt? I did that three straight days now. I'm talking about my hamstrings about to fall off. I didn't even know I had a butt until like two days ago, right? Just now, just dealing with the strain of my body. Like, yo, it hurts. But I'm like, yo, I heard what my man said, and I'm willing to die to the old habit of cruising on the elliptical at 8.0. And I'm willing to go to the treadmill, doggone it, and hike that joint up to 10.0 and go for broke because I'm willing to die to my old self. Most people not willing to do that. You done got the information last week off the podcast, and you talked about it, you thought about it, and if you do do it, you're not going to be doing it two weeks from now. I told y'all. Well, I don't know why. But first of the year, the gym was packed. You couldn't get a treadmill or an elliptical. I promise you go in that joint 8 o'clock in the morning, this Saturday coming up, you, you, you take your pick, doggone it, because most people not going to stick with it. And that's what's so dope about what we do. Y'all thinking we like sweet because we so dope? We just sweet because we rare and do what everybody else not willing to do. It's really not sweet. Like a diamond is a diamond because there's not a whole lot of them.
Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not a whole lot of people willing to put this kind of work in. It's not this a whole lot of people willing to deal with this kind of strain and stress to get to that next level. I told somebody the other day, a diamond ain't sweet just because it's shiny. A diamond is a diamond because you can't find it everywhere. If a diamond was as common as a penny, it wouldn't be worth nothing. Even if it was shiny, doggone it. Cubic zirconias ain't worth nothing. They look just like a doggone diamond. But it's fake. And I'm telling you, if you want to be rare, if you want to be a diamond, all you got to do is be rare and be, and how do you, how are you rare? By doing what most people are not willing to do. Most people ain't willing to lose weight, doggone it. Lose some weight. Most people ain't, work, well, uh, ain't you know, willing to have a, a phenomenal marriage. Just have a phenomenal marriage. Most people ain't willing to sacrifice. Just start sacrificing. All of a sudden you look up, boom, people looking at you like, yo, they a diamond. So, so can we do this? See, let's do this, if you don't mind. I know you probably st maybe still have another segment. But just real Maybe. quick, for the sake of uh, <laughs> helping our audience get to the yeah. next level, let's all three of us give, give me give me something real, see, give me because you have done some stuff mm -hmm. to get to great. You have give me one thing, you know what I'm saying? Give me one reason, see. So so for people who Carl says exposure, some people haven't been exposed. Give me one, give me one thing, see, that you like. Okay, this is why. This is why I did what I did. You know what I'm saying? Something real practical. Carl, give me some mental or something like, yo, this is why I did what I did. Knowing it was going to be hard, you know, and knowing I might fail and bust my head, I did it anyway. Tell me why, see. Give me a why you did what you did and maybe a what you did so that I can, I, I can walk away from this podcast. I'm trying to start a business. I do want to get married or I ha don't have a relationship with my mother or my biological father. And it, it is going to take a strain to do it. But I just figured, like, bump that. I ain't even going to do it. Let's, let's encourage people yeah. who one step away from wanting yeah, to do sure. something. See, give us something. that. Yeah, I mean, I got a million say, things that I could yeah. go to, but I'll go to the reason we on this podcast. And I was willing to die to other people's expectations. You know, like, for real, I always been like the star child of my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for real, I, you, I, you know, like most likely to succeed. I've always been that. And I think about when we started this company and going years without getting paid, I was willing to endure everybody else's expectation and die to those expectations to get to where we are now. I was willing to literally look foolish and, and go years without getting paid with a master's degree. I'm talking about flat broke and borrow money from Helene Quinney, my mom and dad, Carlos Quinney, borrow money. Can I borrow $200, $300? I was willing to go down that path and almost embarrass and ridicule myself because I believed that one day we would build a multi-million dollar company. I was willing to endure that to get here. And the reason I was willing to do that is because I believed in what we were doing. I believe that Eric Thomas was the greatest motivational speaker in the world. I believe that with the three of us clicked up together for the rest of our lives, we could change the doggone world, that I'd be able to provide for my kids at a high level. I did all of that because I believed those things in the long run, because that's what God told us in the dark. And so I had to really be um, dead to everyone else's expectations. So imagine, I go through life, I'm the first one to go to college, first one to graduate from college, first one to go to grad school, master's degree, all these high expectations, and then boom, flatline, nothing for years. And then finally, boom, we was able to come out in the light and the world sees what it is now, but I was definitely willing to die to those things and it hurt. There was some days of questioning, were we doing the right things, calling E, being like, yo, you sure? You know, this don't seem like it's working. You question it a million times over and over and over again. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you see what the end result is. Yeah, I guess for me, see, it's kind of twofold. 
I got, I, I got tired of losing generationally. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching shows like Dallas, and you see, like, generations of success. I watched a lot of, you know, like I said before, karate movies, and you're seeing, you know, um, I'm seeing, like, I grew up, I'm seeing John F. Kennedy, the Kennedy brother. You know what I'm saying? See, I'm seeing, like, families, not an individual in the family. I'm seeing families, you know what I'm saying, doing it. And I was like, yo, I can't explain it, but I, I felt like I could I, you know what I'm saying? See, I felt like I could be successful. Now, maybe I didn't think about it on the level we on right now, but I felt like, yo, I can, like, live the American dream. I seen Rocky, the movie. You know what I'm saying? I seen Rudy, you know, the movie. You know, and I've seen people who, like, put in the work and got on the other side of that thing, see? You know, they became successful. And I was just like, yo, I, I want to do it, and I believe I can do it, and I'm tired of us not doing it. Like, we got family members who are successful, but I'm just being 100. Again, not to be disrespectful to my family. It, it wasn't like everybody balling, like everybody successful, like everybody making they, you know, mama and daddy proud, like bringing honor to the name. It, everybody wasn't doing it. And I was just like, yo, God, I just feel like I could do it, and I could do it in such a way that Didi and Jalen and Jada and my grandkids, like, I just believe we can win like the Cowboys, like the San Francisco 49ers, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, like the Boston Celtics, like the LA Lakers. Like, I just always wanted to do it on that level, see, not ET, not about ET, but like a generation, you know, of success. So that's the thing that pushed me was like, yo, E, you already know what it's like you know what I'm saying, to come up short, you got a lot of examples of that around you. You got a lot of examples of people who didn't finish nothing. You got a lot of examples of people, you know, who might have started and didn't get it done. Like, be the exception. What would it be like to be the exception? So that's the thing that has always pushed me. And I guess even for you and me, and Carl's about to say what, what his is, I guess, see, we could say that because our stuff is long-term, that's probably why we're still having success because it ain't stuff that lasts for six months or a year. The kind of, you know, stuff we thinking about, I, 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 don't, I, I ain't with Jalen and Jada yet. You know what I'm saying? I ain't with Jalen and Jada yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jalen and Jada ain't grown, grown yet. I ain't seen my grandkids yet. So the stuff I'm talking about doing, it probably will take me a lifetime to do. So yeah, that's my thing, man. I, I got tired of seeing all this losing around me. And I just felt like, yo, not only can I win, but I can create, for real, a legacy of winning. So I'm, I'm running through my mind, man, and I'm telling you, two, two things are coming to me. So one of them we talked about on the podcast before, so I'm going to share this one first. We talked about it before, but this is the first one for me that, man, I'm telling you, so I grew up kind of cynical. Like, I always grew up thinking, like, man, this world, and I don't know where it came from, because, like, again, I grew up, both my parents my brother, very healthy, but I always grew up like, this world is a lot of pain. And the thing for me was like, I never thought about like a family. Like that's one of the things for real that I was always like, yeah, I don't know if I want a family. I don't know if I want to bring kids into this world. So I always was like, kind of just like, you know, threw it over my shoulder. And like I said, we talked about this on the podcast before, but you know, my wife was at that place where she wanted to have kids. And I promise y'all that's something that I, I, I was not interested. We were younger. I wasn't interested. We were married for man, we got married. It was a couple of years in and we still, you know, no thought to it. Not we, That's not one. we. So, Stop saying we. Oh, sorry. 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 My <laughs> fault. My fault. I ain't putting no you thought know what to saying, it. E? My wife, 
hey, all along my wife is talking to other people about it and I don't know, but I, it just was something that I wasn't interested in. And I promise y'all, when I realized how deep it was to her, I obviously it got to the point where, you know, we had to talk about it. It was something that she was passionate about and I, I had to let it go. Like again, and I'm holding on to this for life, y'all. Like I'm saying like, yo, you bring kids into the world, it's guaranteed they're going to feel pain. Like that was my argument. It, they are going to feel pain. Why would I do that to somebody and knowing that they're going to feel pain? Like how does that make any sense? So I was stuck on that and I'll be real. So I had to kind of let that whole thought process go and do it. And I promise, I pr you talk about good to great to phenomenal, man. I tell y'all, the green is greener now. The blue is bluer. Like I got not just my wife, we had happiness, but now I got kids that, man, when I'm telling you, when they smile, when we do things together, of course you got the, the, real, you know, the real life moments. They're still going to be brats. They're still going to do dumb stuff. They, you know, all that. But with all that, I will do this over again, probably 400. Well, no, not, let me not say that because I'm done with kids right now. Um, but like, honestly, man, what we get out of this, like what I've gotten out of this in terms of the value of my life, you know, the, what I get to do with them. Like he just talked about the legacy. That's huge. And then I, I do got to say the second one real quick. I know he asked for one, but the second one, man, I grew up in the Caribbean, like, you know, straight church boy. And it's just super conservative. And I mean, super, super duper conservative. Like, no questions asked. Like, I'm, that's who I was. That's our culture. Like, we were in the Caribbean wearing three-piece suits to church. Um, I, as a kid, I was just like, okay, this is not making a whole lot of sense. I ain't trying to be funny, but it's like 80 degrees outside. Why are we wearing all these clothes? Like, I don't get this. <laughs> but moving up here and, of course, getting with C and E, and they'll tell you, like, I ain't even talked to people before. You know what I mean? Like, I was... <laughs> See, read, you read it on the podcast, right? The, the chapter from the book, or was that no, a B.U. I, I, I know I, you read it somewhere. Yeah, I can't remember. I think yeah, it might have been No, B. literally, like, okay. So literally, I'm the dude that I'll just sit in my corner, y'all, and do what I need to do and be effective, man. But I promise y'all, and again, I'm around people like E and C all the time. Like, it stretched me, but I still wasn't letting it go. Like, that's not who I was, and I'm not trying to be them. There's no part of me. I was real comfortable being in the back seat. Now, uh, literally, the podcast, when C, C was like, yo, let's yeah, do the podcast, yeah. and I held the microphone, and C was asking me questions, and I'm like, yo, what are you asking me questions for? Like, I don't need to talk. That's what y'all do. Like, that ain't, I don't have to be included in that. And they kept pushing and pushing. I promise y'all. Now, that's the weirdest thing now to oh, be no where I'm, oh yeah. man, it, yeah. it feels like home now. Like yeah. I feel so it's comfortable. Great. And yeah. the thing that, that I think hit me the most is like, Carl, like you selfish. Like all that stuff that you hold in, like you're not a dumb person. There's content that you could be sharing, not just the podcast, there's stuff that I could be doing for other kids in the community, all that. But no, I, I, I was comfortable, you know, sitting in my corner with the computer, just doing my thing and trying to be effective that way. But no, I, I got more to I give. Like and I'm so saying there's so, there's like so many more people now that can yeah. benefit from just like the mere that. fact of yeah. me yeah. coming like out that. of that little yeah. comfort I like zone. That. So yeah. I had to, yeah, yeah. So that, like that's, that it, hey, had to yeah. go. Yep. And, and not to be, not to be, not to lie to y'all, but that's how I grew up. So there are days that somewhere I just want to sit down somewhere and not do it again. Like it's easy. Like you, you know what I'm saying? You do it for half your life. It's real easy to go back to the Twinkie or hit that donut just that one time. But I'm talking about the real beautiful easy. thing. I'm, it's, the it's hot easy. light pop I'm on. About, and they're everywhere. You done almost and tore up your everywhere. car trying to get across traffic for that <laughs> hot light. Get over there. <laughs> oh, that Krispy Kreme. Yeah, so, 
Yeah, man. So it just literally for me, it's that like the same thing I talked about, just being exposed to it continuously to know that it's, there's something better and then leaving yourself out of it, man. Like there are other. Oh, yeah, that I think that's it, Carl. Once this. you start seeing the that's benefits, yeah. oh, yeah. then you're like, whoa, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You see that yeah. one ad hey. popping through, you like, hold up. <laughs> yeah, and I just want to say everybody that's listening, man, what Carl just said was phenomenal. But I want to say to you guys, like, and, I, and, and again, I'm a city boy, so forgive me for trying to be deep, and I probably messed this up. Somebody in the farm probably like, bro, what does that even make sense, what you just said? But um, <laughs> let's just say you have a Navy ship, you know, versus a little steamboat or a little, you know, kayak or whatever. I'm sure, Carl, when you have such a small, like a small vessel like that, like a little bitty boat, when you start rowing and you decide you want to go in a different direction, it probably take Carl every bit of mm. five or six little rows yep, to, to turn that whole little sucker yep, around. Yep. But bro, when you're like on a Navy vessel, like that big old ship, bro, you got to do it in degrees, bro. It's like some protocol. Bro, <laughs> you got you to gotta do one degree. I was listening to Linton today. One degree at a time. And I'm putting that out mm. in the spirit. I need y'all to hear me. Like when C asked me to close, make this the close right here. Mm. One degree at a time y'all stop listening to this podcast and listening to cj and getting pumped up by c and saying yo i'm about to do what c did come on y'all c c started three years ago on the journey i'm gonna do what carl did carl was in school on the math science track a long time ago now if anybody you want to look up to maybe me you know what I'm saying? he wants to start where i started off i started at. thursday all right i started you know last saying? thursday that's where that's that's where you start you know but 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 when you look at you know where these dudes have started dude one young lady listen to me one degree at a time one degree at a time you know what i'm saying and just know that each day you make that degree each week or each month, I say this proudly, guys, proudly. And this is because of Carl and CJ and my wife and my kids. Bruh, I haven't had a Snicker bar. I can't tell you the last time I had a Snicker bar. And I have gotten to the point now where I walk through the aisle and it don't even, I see a Snicker bar. I saw the little hmm. Debbie, um, uh, what's it called? Ooh, little Debbie, little, little Debbie, little Debbie um, yep. donuts, the little glazed donut, small ones, Carl, <laughs> in the six pack. Yep. I saw them joints the other day. They didn't do what, nothing. What glazed or the powder ones? The little old, oh, the white powder. Oh, not a white powder boy. Now that's just milk, an exception you know? I have to make. If I see the white powder boys, it's going down. I'm about to look like a dope you know, thing with so, all that powder on my face. Yeah, yeah, and we would just wipe it off and keep moving. You good, you working out. But I'm just saying to y'all, for real, one degree at a time, please. Mm -hmm. Please, one degree at a time, please. And will I say to you, I'll never eat a Snicker bar again? I don't know. I'm just telling you what's happening in 2017. Hmm. That's all I know. Cardio, resistance. How much E you doing? I don't know. <laughs> I'm on Sunday, I only resist. did three miles. Yeah. Huh? Yep, cardio and resistance. Again, I'm see, on you. I'm right there that, with you. That, that's it. I'm just, but I'm just saying, don't try to make it to Arnold Schwarzenegger or some program you saw and you like, I'm going to do that. No, just <laughs> uh, cardio, resist, three miles Sunday, 14 miles yesterday. I only did three miles on Sunday. Walk, run, 14 miles yesterday. I might only get eight done a day. I don't know, but I tell you this. If you look at my phone, it will never say zero. Hmm. It will never say zero miles, ever. One degree, y'all. One degree. I have some great days. I have some good days. Hey, I have some days I don't even want to put my miles up. But you know what? I put them up every day. Why? Because it's not about how much you do. 
It's about being mentally and emotionally committed to something greater than you. And that's what it's all about. And so like Carl said, stop being selfish. Maybe you don't want to lose weight, but somebody needs you to lose weight. Somebody needs you who, to be around and they need your health. Somebody may need you to tutor them even though you're not in the tutoring. You know so much. Teach them. So that's all I'm saying. See, one degree, one step at a time. Well, I had uh, some other segments in mind, but that might put a bow on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just blew through my no segment. No, you no. feel like, no, as a matter of fact, no. We take, let's take five minutes and we owe them because you've been <laughs> like boating on us in the podcast. We like, hey, yo, what you think about? And you just gone. So since we got you here, <laughs> let me go ask ET real quick and we'll get the people up out of here. Um, but I do want to, you know, we got, man, thank you to everybody writing in questions. Y'all write, y'all write in these questions fast and furious. I'm sorry. I know it's tough to get to all of them, uh, but you guys are, are asking quicker questions now. So we'll try to get through them. And um, yeah, shout out to everybody who's writing those in. Ask ET is brought to you by breatheuniversity.com. You already know what time it is, man, doing some excellent things over there. Just exciting, exciting stuff. Uh, breatheuniversity.com. Uh, I believe the promo code, Carl. BU Special, can they use that? BU Special. BU yep. Special, man, come check us out, man. Be a part of a, a community. Hit Be that, a part of people who, yeah, just going to that next level, man. And also, shout out to everybody who's going to be in Atlanta this weekend. Hit me in the A. For the speaker training, uh, yes. P7D. I know E is excited. E been blowing us all up for the last two weeks. He about ready to explode, man. For, for the first time, he's going to be training on the speaking techniques, tactics that he used, that we used to, you know, get E to this level in this actual speaking industry. Yeah. Um, so we're excited about yeah. that. Everybody who's coming down here yeah. for to Atlanta for that safe travels. E, you'll be down here tomorrow. Carl, you'll be down here Thursday. The kids, Please tell everybody's them ready to see y'all, man. See? Trey is get the freeways open. See, Trey's pumped up. I told him y'all coming in town, so he's excited. He's I, excited for E to finally get, get his shoes, shoes out the back get of the truck. Shoes. He called E every day and be like, "God damn, your shoes in the back of the truck." <laughs> you left your shoes. You left your shoes and your pants when you coming to get them. Um, so real quick, e, I, I told him to put them in the mailbox. He was like, "They too big, God damn." Yeah, he too said big. too big to go in the mailbox. <laughs> Uh, he used to looking at his daddy's shoes. Um, Andre in Southern California said, who was the best cook between the three of y'all, and what is your favorite dish to cook? Hmm. Oh, y'all could cross me off the list right now. Y'all could cross me off right now. Oh, Carl. I'm about to say, Carl, you can get Carl off the list. Carl ain't, Carl ain't burning nothing. Uh, oh, it's been about 12 years since I cooked. Uh, nah, don't get me wrong. I would probably, I, I ain't gonna lie. I give it to E just based off of his Thanksgiving. Uh, you oh, know, yeah, hook up. Turkey it's turkey. Boy. He yeah. got the best turkeys in town. But I, but the best yeah. d dish I can cook, probably I do like some pretty decent spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? Just you know. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> so do you do you bake it? See, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bake, bake spaghetti. Okay, right. so you bake, do the bake. Yeah, one. which which is really yeah. it's really sad too because y'all know my dad how he get down. But um, I missed that gene. But that's why you don't. Right. Yeah, that's you why you don't. You didn't to. have a reason yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah, maybe that's right. Yeah, I, I got my mom's right. side of the family on the, on the cooking. So so, uh, so what's sad sorry, for mom. me, though, see, is that I used to cook. Hey, I used to cook growing up. That's what's sad for me. I used to do it a lot. My mother had me cooking a lot growing up. Like, I was cooking all the time. Lasagna, all kind of stuff. Mm, so, you, yeah, you yeah. died to it. Yeah, yeah, I died, died to it. He did to it. See, he did to it. So no, no, no. This is this is there's a story in it, and E gonna rebuke me, but there's, I'm gonna share it real quick. See, 
there's a story in it. So I did it a couple of times for my wife. Mm. And my wife has some very, very particular oh, taste. Oh, yeah, nah. Very, yeah. very particular skin. She. Yeah. So and my wife is not real tactful. So she come in the house and I, I'm talking about I followed the, the mm. instructions to the T. The I got instructions. Everything. And I'm <laughs> hey, listen to what I'm telling you. I got it timed. So when she come in the house, it's coming out the oven. I'm talking about it's all everything laid out. And her first bite was never a positive remark. I did it like four or five oh, times. Yeah. No, I'm out. And you're, yep, hey, I'm and you're dead to me. Oh, you're oh, dead yeah. to me. I ain't <laughs> dead never to did me. it to you. Yeah, you're uh, dead to me. Oh, I'm about to start saying that on a rig. It's dead <laughs> to me. You know what I'm saying? No, Carl, on that. He should have told me that. It's dead to me. I could have did this TGIM years oh, ago. For oh, for sure. Man, I needed that man. terminology. Dead to me. <laughs> yeah, I wish they would call my house uh, trying to get me to donate to Michigan State. You're dead to me. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. Whoa, don't call back there again. Um, Donna in Cincinnati said, what was your favorite and least favorite subject in school? Still writing. <laughs> They've always been writing for me. Mm. I was good at math. I didn't do a... Oh, writing was least so favorite. Well yeah. yeah uh, what was your favorite, E? Oh, math. Math. Oh, yeah, that was Carl. my math and science I could do. Yeah, I never liked math, strangely enough. I never liked math at all. I was like, of course, my dad was into science. My brother was into science. So I kind of like sciences, hard, hardcore sciences, like chemistry, not so much, but I actually like physics. Like it was tangible. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We was doing wow. stuff. We was lighting stuff and yeah. seeing it, you know, enlarge like and shrinking. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So I kind of like, yeah, I kind of like that. Who was doing that in the hood stuff. too? But they never made a connection with. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, we was doing that in the hood too. Oh, uh, this is an easy one for me. Least favorite uh, math, favorite uh, gym. Kaz in South Africa wants to know, what are you currently listening to? <laughs> what are you currently listening to? Uh, I guess he means music-wise. Kaz in oh. South Africa, what are you listening to right now? He's listening to Survivor by Destiny Child back to back <laughs> oh, no. 52 times the on the trip. Back years. to back. Uh, <laughs> now that you're out of my life, I'm so much better. <laughs> I'm so much better. Oh man, I ain't got my nothing. mama I'm, taught me better than that. Hey, I'm listening to I'm listening to kids bop. I don't listen to nothing now but kids music. That's what all about I got on, on the, the treadmill? Oh, oh, resolution. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. That's all I'm listening yeah. to. Resolution. That's yeah. all I'm listening yep. to. I'm not yep. trying to be funny. That's all I'm listening no, to. No, it's the, it, it, yep. it, it is the greatest workout album ever assembled in the history of mankind. Mark it down. Write Shout it down. If, oh, Sean, if, hey, if, if, if you disagree Sean, with me, you're that. dead to me. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, yeah. no, Sean said last week, Sean texted me and said, yo, I ain't going to lie. When I first heard y'all talking about it and going through it, I'm playing a couple of tracks. I'm like, yo, y'all lost it. Y'all whack. He said, but let me tell you something. I went to the gym with that joker one day, and he sent me a workout video with him still listening to it. We in April. He said it last week. He like, bro, it's been my, I'm talking about ever yeah. since. Yeah, that's what he trying to tell all yeah. listen to. Yeah. They ain't listening, boss. Yeah, yeah, they ain't, yeah, listening. They ain't listening. See, I, I mean, that was my main concern is that people would be like, oh, it's not like Dr. Thomas. Like somebody called me and was like, yo, just ain't got the meat on it that had, you know, the hookup. I said, bro, <laughs> it's for the gym. What didn't y'all understand about the resolution and the fact that it's a heavy bag on the cover? You're dead to me. Yep. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, you're dead to me. 
<laughs> We're gonna have to come up with a, a working definition for these dead to me. Oh no, that that is all the definition you need, Claire. That's it. Take it and put it down. That, with hey, all the negativity. That 2018 I tour. You're dead oh, to me. Oh, you're dead. Yeah, as soon as we finish, stay <laughs> ready. Tour. You're dead to me. Yeah. All the right, tour. man. I gotta go pick up the kids, man. Hey, and we hitting every city. Oh, every city. The the dead tour. You know what I'm saying? The Walking Dead. You're dead to me tour. Yeah, we're just letting everybody know you're dead to me. If you disagree with anything I say or, anything cha- I or say. challenge me in any single way, uh, you're dead to me. All right, cool. All right, man. Well, I appreciate y'all listening to this podcast and putting up with our foolishness. And Carl and E, they can be silly sometimes, but they really do mean well. Um, we, we love y'all. No doubt. Uh, we're forced to. Trust me when I tell you, we're exposed to silly. <laughs> e, you're dead to me. Carl, you're dead to me as well. I love y'all. We'll see you next week. I love you too, man. Uh, all the love of dead to me. <laughs> I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.